The guy in the tidy whities. Yeah. Spike. <laughs> Spike <laughs> is my favourite. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he this, makes the movie. This yogurt tastes funny. <laughs> not bad, Any not bad. <laughs> 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 From the front, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everybody. Can you believe we're in December 2019? I know. I felt like January the other day. Oh, I, I know. like January 2017 the other day. But <laughs> I am ready for the festive drinks. Let's get this on with. So today we're going to bring you a survival guide for the festive silly season. Nice. Nice. That's us. And our top tips for hosting your own Christmas party. I don't think you'd be on a nice list, actually. Uh, those in glass houses should not throw <laughs> stones. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. Okay, I would. Yeah. No, no, there's no, no, no. There's a naughty list, a nice list, and just a square a, list. A nerd <laughs> list. <laughs> naughty, nice, nerd. That's you, yeah. nerd. Screw you guys. Yeah, enjoy your Stargate box set for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that what you got me? Maybe the best gift ever. <laughs> I am. Let me just. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. So I thought we'd kick off with sort of a bit of chit chat about the best Christmas parties we've ever been to. And mm. why we thought they were the best, aside from the unlimited alcohol. Cool. So one of the best ones that I've ever been to, are we talking about Christmas parties that we're going to as clients or internal Christmas parties? So, you know, you're going with your team. Both, I think. The ones with your team, they're wild. They are. Or they can be. They can be, yes. yes. Depending on your team, I think. I think they should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite ones was when I was working at the hotel, um, the management team went out on a boat to Rotnest and I know that sounds very cliche for Perth people. Groundbreaking. Yeah, I know. Um, but what they threw in dun, 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 was actually more like... Dun, 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 oh sharks? God. Dun, we went scuba diving. Oh. Yeah, and we didn't even have to do a, like a course before it. We went down with an instructor. So we did a, like a basic training on the boat and then we had our tanks and down we went. It was the most frightening thing I've ever done, but also the most thrilling thing I've ever done. It's awesome. Did you see anything cool? Like a shark? Yeah, there was a little baby shark. <gasps> it was do, very do, tiny. Do, do, do. Really? Right? What was baby that? Shark. Oh. <laughs> baby shark. Oh. Baby shark. Yeah, it was a baby shark, thank goodness. But um, I held, I, I actually crushed the guy's hand the whole time I was underneath. Also scared and also he's pretty cute. But um, I'm so scared, help me. Yeah. <laughs> but that was really fun because, you know, it wasn't just all about booze and food and a boat. It was an activity. We, an yeah, experience. we did something together. That some people were really comfortable with, but most of us were, like me, just absolutely crapping them out. And it kind of turns to a bit of a team bonding moment as well. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Came up, lived to tell the story. <laughs> and like pooping your pants as a team. Pooping your <laughs> wetsuit. Oh nice. Dear. So that was a fun one. What have you got? One of the ones that sticks out in my mind was the Australian Institute of Management or AIMS um, December Really? Chris, I know. It sounds I'm feeling like that would be really boring. Look, it sounds very boring, but they were very clever and they themed it with a Cluedo theme. Mm. So there was heaps of people there and they kind of probably had thought not everyone's going to know each other, but it's a good chance to still network, but it's Christmas drinks. So were you Professor Plum? Uh, <laughs> Miss Scarlet? Scarlet, no, I like. You had to collect clues and like you only got, I think you got given three clues at the door or something, but mm. you needed like 10 clues to solve the puzzle. So it was like an icebreaker to go up to other people, like, what clues have you got? Let's let's exchange clues. Nice. That's awesome. And so did was one of the guests the murderer? There was like – they had the full characters. So there was like a Professor Plum, a mustard guy. <laughs> Colonel, Colonel Mustard. mustard. <laughs> there was like – and you could go and ask the actors questions about like, where were you at this time and where's your wrench? 
Ah. It was really cool. It was very okay. immersive. That is cool. So they yeah. hired actors. Yeah, they hired actors. They went all out and they had sort of sectioned off – I don't know if it's not a – it's like their function room or something, but they'd sectioned off bits of it so each bit was like a room in Cluedo. That's cool. Yeah. That's so very cool. cool. Yeah. Go. Institute of Management. Thinking yeah. outside the box. Yeah. And I think they, you know, probably know that they don't, probably don't sound like the sexiest business. Mm. So they're trying to inject a bit of sass to it. And I like that. I respect Worked. that. I was yeah. quick to judge. Yeah. Look, I'm pretty easy pleased at a Christmas party. If you've put on a big grazing board, some nice drinks, I am pretty happy. Oh, my God. I know. I know. But cheap food, date. food is the way to my heart, people. And to be honest, that's what most people do. Yeah. Yeah. Food. Keep it simple. Um, well, another one that we did at the hotel was for clients. So we invited, you know, clients. clients. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Oh, the theme was Hollywood. All of our staff, the hotel staff, did acts. Stop it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we had our general manager at the time look kind of, he, he had this um, Forrest Gump look about him. <laughs> a lot of people would say it to him. So he sat on a bench to introduce the <laughs> event. That's funny. He sat on a bench with a microphone and said, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going <laughs> You know, the whole thing. And he and then he talked about what the event was going to be and the year that we'd had and stuff like that. It was That's pretty cool. Good. Yeah. And then um, – yeah, different different faculties of staff did different acts, and we all had rehearsed for ages. Ask what was why. yours? <laughs> yeah, I've been dying to ask. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find one of the pictures because please were, find a video. There were pictures, but um, yeah. So five of us did a Spice Girls act. Guess who Ooh. I was? Guess scary. What? Uh, I was kidding. Yeah, I was scary. <laughs> um, but we we're in. A, we were like 22, 23. So, so last year we were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Last year, um, looking hot and fit, and we we lip sync. Oh, Spice Girl style. <laughs> we totally <laughs> lip synced. Yeah. Um, thank God. But we did a whole dance. That reminds me of like when sports clubs do the end of season review. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That kind of vibe. But I'm trying to think, was it for Channel was it for, 7? Was there anyone in the audience, Tam, or like, was it just you guys? There was a lot of people there, <laughs> but I'm thinking Channel 7 really lucked out. I was, I was like, was Channel 7 scouting for talent? <laughs> and that would have been, I think, hard because they're all professionally trained entertainers, broadcasters, entertainers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look back into <laughs> the into the archives to find out why we were doing it and why Channel 7 yeah. were there. But um, Who got the short straw in that deal? Yeah. What song did you lip sync to? Surely Wannabe. No. Sure. Stop. Do you remember the dance? It, I think it was Stop. Yeah, because that's got a really Stop good choreography. Right yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I know all the choreography to that one. Tam's muscle memory you. got activated real hard yeah. then. <laughs> Everybody. I don't think any girl can listen to that song and not do the Stop Hands. <laughs> Except, yeah. Yeah. I'm too cool to do the Stop Hands. Oh, you're yeah. so cool. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a good segue though. Um, themes for Christmas parties. You don't see them as much in Perth, I want to say, but they're the very big in America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about this and they said they quite often follow the pop culture themes. Mm-hmm. So um, like Elton John's Rocket Man came out this year, so they're doing Elton John's like big jackets and obviously it's winter over there as yeah, well. So they do the big fluffy jackets and the ridiculous glasses. Yeah, so jumping into that theme or um, I don't know, what else has been big this year? I think there's probably a lot of Game of Thrones parties for a oh, while. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Not so much anymore. But I don't think we really do that here. Maybe for private Christmas parties, if yeah. you're throwing something at home, it's fun, a bit of fun to throw a theme in mm. that's not the daggy jumpers. 
The daggy The daggy jumpers, I've got a bone to pick with the daggy jumpers. It is not the climate for daggy jumper parties. It's yes, too hot. Agreed. I know. Did you see there was a brand that did recently wetsuits yeah. that look like knitted, well, cable knitted jumpers? That's cool. Yeah, that yeah. was cool because that is appropriate. I know the well, daggy jumper is a very UK thing. I'm like, because it's cold American. there. It's yeah. American. Yeah, wherever it's cold. No, I didn't even bring mine back from Canada. I've. I don't know why, because since I've been back, people have said, we're having a daggy jumper party. And um, I thought, we don't do it in Australia. It's 40 degrees. So I'll put them in the good Sammies. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even bother packing it. Shockingly, I don't own a Christmas jumper mm. or Christmas anything. So what do Crystal we do? is a Grinch for those people listening. Yep. And she owns it. Yeah, I own it. Well, there are some cool Grinch t-shirts out. I don't Mel do has a couple. <laughs> resting, really? Resting Grinch face. Yes. They're actually my sister's school teacher. Uh, yeah. No, no. It makes sense that they're your sisters. Exactly. Tam, what trend do you never want to see come back around again? Oh, white Christmas. Oh, like, oh just yeah. white. Yes, just that white, that whole white theme, the um, winter wonderland. It drives me insane. If anyone actually for any time of year, A winter, winter wonderland, wonderland, not cool unless you're in the 80s, which we are not. Or in the movie Suddenly 30 where they rebrand the magazine issue to be yes. winter wonderland. Oh, Everything comes around again though. Like, because it's retro and because it's 80s, it will probably come back in I fashion. have a scrunchie in my hair as we speak. Yes, you do. No, okay. Some things can come back and they're cool, <laughs> but Winter Wonderland is not one. It's so bad. It's so unimaginative. Unimaginative. <laughs> <laughs> no imagination went into the Winter Wonderland. No, and uh, we had to do one a few years ago. We did a Christmas party and they said, oh, we want... They didn't say the words Winter Wonderland, but they said we want white crystal centerpieces, chandelier styles. Just and going, a sense of wonderment. Oh, yuck. Anyway, I did it. I did my version of it, but it was still... Ugh. They wanted Their colours were silver and blue. Oh, mm. oh, I know. Anything can be reinvented, I think. Reimagined. You can always bring you it so into positive about this. No. Uh, Winter yeah. Wonderland, no. We've spoken about this in a past episode. I've seen Under the Sea, for example, totally daggy 80s theme i have seen it reimagined absolutely beautiful because the technology has gotten better for the projections it doesn't have to be literal fish it can be the ripples of the water mel is like team ripple living coral was the pantone color of last year so it was basically channeling under the sea all right i want you to give me a good winter wonderland go i can't right now the pressure's on they take a good you know tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock and I think no, nothing. Well, not right that's now, it's just shit theme. Not on the spot. I was gonna say, I think I don't hate it with the passion that Tam does, no. but I think Winter Wonderland doesn't resonate with me because I've never been anywhere that's wintry. And also in I Australia, can't get aboard with it. Yeah, it's not winter. Yeah, so don't do Winter it Wonderland is a stupid thing for Australia. Australia. <laughs> I'll give you that. Like I've never had a white Christmas, therefore I'd be confused if I walked to an event and it was a Winter Wonderland, mm. unless they had like an ice rink and they went all out. Although, to be honest, it's probably going to come back around again for kids' parties, which is not the same thing. But with Frozen 2 coming out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, we don't ever want to see that trend come back. <laughs> but, like, also, don't be discouraged just because Tam doesn't like Tam it. Tam is very <laughs> passionate about that one. <laughs> I like Miami Vice themes, and I think no one else does. I love yeah, 80s It's all themes. personal. Yeah. I'm not saying ban the 80s. Oh, no, no. But I'm saying there's probably people like that's disgusting. Like my nails are neon right now. Mm-hmm. They're cool. I'm so into it. Yeah. I'm not sure about that yellow one. I picked it. <laughs> Thanks for feedback. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening at home, just got real awkward in here. <laughs> yeah, it's actually meant to be bright green. Then we put a pink stamp on it to dampen the colour. Ah, see. Error. 
So, Tam, Cut what are your out. tips for surviving the festive season? Um, okay, so surviving the festive season. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Appropriate behaviour is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Don't be boring. Like, make out with your boss if you want to. Yeah, that'll always end well. Probably get a promotion. Like, HR definitely won't be, like, coming to see you the next day. Totally working in all female teams too. <laughs> Dress to distress. Oh, Yes. I think all colleagues want to see more of you. I always say, like, why would you work with someone that hasn't seen your butt before? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Number three, eating is cheating. We all know. I can't control that. We have to (laughs) – I respectfully disagree with that because if I don't eat, I'll either spew or pass out or get naked. Yeah, I don't think that actually really should apply to Christmas parties. But Mm -hmm. number four, you are a member of the band – if you're standing in the audience and your event, your Christmas event has a band and you think, man, I reckon I could sing better, definitely go with that feeling. Definitely do yeah. it. Follow it. Yep. Get on stage. Push the other person off stage. <laughs> do anything you can to Particularly get Particularly if she's higher up in the ranks than you. Absolutely. If it's your boss, definitely push them off the stage. <laughs> he or she. Okay, number five, send drunken texts. Again. Always. That is when I do my best composing. <laughs> Nothing bad can ever happen of you sending a text going, I mean, I've sat next to you all year. I actually think you're pretty cute. W-I-D, 2 a.m. Are you texting a colleague across the room? What's W-I-D? What you doing? What you doing? Oh. <laughs> and the, the, the later in the night gets, the less emojis there are. Like first it's a bit cheeky, like W-I-D, wink face. And sometimes <laughs> it just you just get a W question mark. <laughs> really? I, mean, I wouldn't know what to reply I, I don't to know w. if I've ever got that. But. <laughs> Number six, take close-up selfies with the boss. Especially if you can get up their nose. Yeah. That could actually be some blackmail material yeah. in the future. And you know how we're really passionate about chins on this podcast? You're just the more chins, the better. Yeah. And definitely post them immediately. On, on oh, your company yeah. internet, maybe, would be great. Mm. Or your p- company Instagram page. Do you know what? Oh, if you're ASX yeah. listed, put it out a release. <laughs> Number seven. Office party is all about the party. Definitely dance on your boardroom table. Mm. Do you know what? I know this story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A friend of a friend of a friend told me this story that once they had their Christmas party and they were all like skidding down this boardroom table, all of them, they started at one end and had to make it to the other end and bounce off the end. Let's talk about this off air, but I've been to a similar party. Oh, maybe you were there. (laughs) Um, Number eight, bad dancing is mandatory. Of course. Yeah, again, definite promotion material. If you're like doing your finger guns, Grinding mm-hmm. is always welcome at an office Christmas party, mm-hmm. I think. Twerking. Oh. Twerking. No, no. If you can make it happen, a twerk off. Just challenge someone definitely above you in the line of reporting. And yeah. Number nine. No one is filming you on their phone. So that's why you should definitely be twerking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I always like at parties put my phone away because I want to be in the moment, you know. Yeah. Never put anything on Instagram or Snapchat. Mm. No one is ever going to share anything you do at an office Christmas party. Correct. It's not going to be printed out and then put across everyone's desk. Um, number 10, colleagues don't hold grudges. No, I reckon if you're drunk enough, you just forget again. Yeah, they probably got the same confabulation you have. Uh-huh. Oh. You've been waiting to drop that word the whole oh, yeah, episode. So haven't okay, what does confabulation mean? When your memory replaces the real series of events. What actually happened with? With something that suits you more. Oh, However, when you're drunk I is live in that world. the yeah. most common time that it happens. Right. Yes. So your memory is sort of warped to suit you. Correct. It's just your adjusted reality, you know? Yeah. 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 I think, well, isn't that everyone's this is memory true. recall? Yeah. Fun with words. Fun. <laughs> yeah, so confabulation, guys. You're welcome. Like it. 
Number 11, you won't be judged by your spouse's dance moves. I mean, it's even better when you don't have a spouse because you can dance with people you work with. That's true. Hmm. Grind. Yeah, twerk. Twerk. It's easier to twerk on someone than it is like in the open air anyway. And number 12, always, always be the last to leave. Oh, for sure. Yeah, be the one that's singing closing time at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> closing oh, time. You be the one that would be like, oh, can we just go, oh, can we just do one more thing, one more song? Can we just go to karaoke? Can, can we go you to guys McDonald's? play brown-eyed girl again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go. Um, so in case you couldn't tell, uh, those are a list of things not to do at the Christmas party. Definitely. Just jokes. But what about some affirmative tips? tips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about some actual tips? Not that Tam, that list was amazing. Thanks. We loved it. But what about when you're planning or hosting a client or internal Christmas party? Timing is numero uno, especially because people are getting invites to heaps of things. Try and plan it around, well, try and get your invites out as early as possible mm-hmm. if it's going to be in that December period. Mm-hmm. Yep. But more importantly, don't feel like it has to be in December. No, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of Christmas parties begin in November mm-hmm. these days. Um, so November, December calendars, even the roads are, when you hit December 1, the roads are pretty clear. People start taking off. So yeah. November isn't a bad spot. Yeah, because a lot of people aren't here in December. Yeah. And then if you don't want to do it in November or December, think about not January because everyone's still on holidays, but February is an option. And you don't have to call it a Christmas party, but it could have that Christmas party function. A festivus. February festivus. This is when I'm talking about doing it with clients, having one for clients. Not so much your team. Mm. For your team, you want to do it at the end of the year before you break up. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. Although I don't mind sort of mid, mid-Jan mid when everybody's back from holidays. You're not ready to work yet. If it suits your business. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's a quiet time. Business flow, and it usually is a quiet time. Quite often, a lot of clients in particular, you are really busy up until the third week of December because everybody wants to get things sorted before the before end of the Christmas. year. Oh, that's my pet yeah. hate is when people say... Can, you, can we catch up before Christmas? Yeah. I'm like, no. Why? 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 It's and two weeks. Let's just do it in January. <laughs> Even July. Don't be afraid to do Christmas in July. Mm. If that's, that's when your quiet time is. A lot of uh, accountants have wild parties. Oh, oh, oh. Also think about what will work best for your team and your business, depending on if it's a client or internal party. Is it a weekday? Is it a weekend? Is it a lunchtime thing? Is it a 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I prefer day drinking. If your clients are like parents, it could be from mid-morning to mid-afternoon. It could be a picnic. What do you guys think about the time of day in terms of inviting clients or even your team? Do you think you should be doing it within work hours or out of work hours? Depends on your team's culture, I think, in the team case. Like I know our team that Mel and I work on would be happy to do it whenever, after work, that kind of thing. But I know some, depending on... I guess, how their team is structured, it might just be too hard to get everyone together outside of work hours. So it would have to be like a lunchtime to five thing or something. Yeah. But then are you forcing them to socialise if you're doing it within work hours? Yes. And I think you should be. Socialising is an important part of work. Forced culture. I mean, that's our that's our industry though, I suppose, that I'm speaking from. Mm. I was going to say something on that forced socialising side of things. I used to work at an engineering company and again, because of my industry, not I'm... Not the greatest socialisers. No, not... Yeah, not only that is like they couldn't see why they were being forced to socialise. And I'd be like, what do you mean? It's like free food and free drinks because that's how you get to me. Same. But then now that I think about it, I'm like not everyone's like that. They come to work to work. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and some people actually get stressed if they can't finish a project that they're working on because they've got to be taken away from the office to socialise. I've wheeled out mid-email before. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But that actually is is quite a stress for some people. Yeah, exactly. It is. I think maybe bridging the gap, like two o'clock to I agree I think that is the sweet spot so you start off maybe at the end of the work day and then you go into the evening so people maybe have to go for an hour yeah the mandatory time be festive and then if they really are uncomfortable or stressed they can leave yeah I think two is a little bit early yeah I agree as as I said that I mean four o'clock ours is from 12 to five I I love it at 901 (laughs) we're like too early to go now yeah (laughs) the other thing is when you're planning it consult your team so what would they like to see in the Christmas party in terms of timing because like yeah. Mel and Tam were saying, not everyone wants to be wild from 5pm till 2am the next day yeah. and kind of go with consensus for an internal party. Yeah. It does come task. down to your culture. Yeah. Yeah. You can do some really cool things. So someone was telling me the other day that they took their team out for a cooking class. Oh, nice. that'd be fun. Yeah. And so they went to this cooking school and they had a choice before they went of what style of food they were going to do. That could be Italian, Greek, Japanese. Um, I can't remember the other tappers option. or jappers. Tappers. Quick tappers. Oh, I, I like ja- no, I like jappers. I'm like, ooh, trendy. <laughs> What's a japper? Japanese, I would have thought. <laughs> anyway, they chose Greek mm-hmm. tapas, and <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. They ch- they brought in their own wines to the cooking school, and they cooked up for you know two three hours. They all cooked together, and then they sat down and ate the meal together. And it that's was just, lovely. It was that matters of taste in Applecross. Possibly. I did I did that as a birthday present and it was so good. It's the sitting down and it's a big family long table. It's so communal. It's awesome. How come you never made me anything? What do you mean? Like cooking wise. I don't I don't really live to cook. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a really nice way to bond. Yeah, it's a really it good team building thing and also festive and also you get to eat delicious food at and the I end would of yeah. it. I boldly say there can't be too many people that would not want to do a cooking class. I mean, like some people don't want to go out and drink or dive mm. with the sharks, but cooking's fairly inoffensive. Yeah, and you're learning a new skill. Yeah, I think the the best parties, Christmas parties or staff parties, do include that element of development and team bonding, and they're things that really you should be investing in throughout the year anyway. So it kind of kills two birds with one stone. I agree, and I think you could possibly translate that to a client party if you've got some really yeah. good clients. You could do something similar which is more than just the grazing board and the glass of wine, do something that is an activity once they're there. That Cluedo. Cluedo, yeah. That builds rapport and, and gets people doing something during the time and having something to take away and really talk about. And talking to people they don't know. That is often the hardest part. Mm. Yeah, I guess it depends on the size of your company yeah. if you're bring, bringing it back to teams. If you know, if you're a small team, you all know each other really well. If you're a huge it's company, true. you might never meet those people. You yeah, see them once a year. Other departments, yeah. yeah. Then you really get to talk to the cute guy, accounting. Oh. Mm. <laughs> we don't have that. Oh no. <laughs> um, I've also heard of people doing an escape room. Oh yeah. And then going out after that. That can go one of two oh ways. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I actually keep picturing trying to do that with our team, and I'm like, nah. My team asks me if we can do it all the time. We haven't done it yet, but I'm I'm planning on it. I can see you've got an escape room story, Mel. Tell it. Oh, I just, I went on a... You look traumatised. ...third date to an escape room and that was the end of him. It's a really <laughs> good, it shows you what they're like as a person, I think. Like yes. travelling with someone. Mm. Yes, it does. Yeah. It immediately displays their problem-solving skills, 
how they deal with frustration, mm. all of that sort of thing. Right. Kick so, into the curb. <laughs> ladies, don't go on that sort of date too early. Top tip. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's a good way of weeding, out, tip. weeding them out. That's true. Date number one, escape room. Yeah. No, it's too much <laughs> pressure for first date for sure. And you're stuck in a really small space oh, in yeah. all of the escape rooms. <clears throat> <clears throat> and someone's watching you on a camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, another cool idea for like a bonding session would be a day spa. Probably I mean, best I'm if you've got an all-female I'm staff. definitely into that. No one's ever taken me to a day spa for Christmas. I'd be interested in that as a team-building exercise. Yeah. You could do that. You can have a glass of champagne. You'll Oof. have maybe a foot massage and manicure and pedicure. Stop it. After a facial. Wait, I tried to do this a few years ago and I couldn't – it it didn't work out because I wanted to do a facial or a massage and then go out for lunch or dinner. But – the no makeup thing. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. wanted to have makeup on afterwards and then it would have taken a long time to do makeup after you've had a oh, Even oh, massage as well. I don't like going out until my hair's oily. Yeah, well, they, that's like, you know, the thing. When they yeah, massage your scalp, they're like... Yeah. yeah, I never let them touch my hair. No. <laughs> but yeah, it, it posed a bit of a problem. So I think it had to be maybe you do a champagne breakfast or something and then go and do that and that's where you finish. Yes. That is a good idea, though. But it is cool, yeah. It's definitely a little bit different. Mm. So don't be scared to think outside the box, really. Tell us what else, Tam, have you got? You could do a mystery destination. (laughs) Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, so you don't tell the team anything. They know sweet F.A. about what they're doing on the day. They just know to be at a certain place at a certain time. They're going to get picked up in a certain mode of transport. And the day is yours to just unfold for your unsuspecting team. <laughs> I would hope a helicopter was going to pick me up. <laughs> how dark would you be if you just went somewhere? Private jet. Oh, yeah. oh, I love how you're thinking. So when I said that, you don't know what, who's going to pick you up, what time, what mode of transport. Mm. I love where you went with that. Because mm. I, I was thinking a bus. Yeah, I have, champ- <laughs> I have champagne tastes on a beer budget. So <laughs> Nice. A DeLorean? Oh. Now who's the nerd? Still you. Oh, no. <laughs> Back to the Future is not nerdy. Ah. It's very, very cool. Burn on you. No, don't concur. So the moral of the story is don't be scared to think outside the box what? and do something completely different. What's the last thing people should consider? I think it's one of Mel's favourite things. You always yeah. need to consider when planning any kind of event, however big or small, is the bouge mm-hmm. or budget. The budget for people <laughs> who don't speak crystal. <laughs> so once you've got an idea, you can work out how much you do have to spend and obviously that will determine whether you're going to pick your unsuspecting team up in a bus or a private jet. Or you're all walking. <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe someone in your team is a killer stylist on the down low or... I mean, if you're on a team of event people, I think you're pretty much set. I know. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's got a role. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Like People in workplaces do have hidden talents. There's a lot of secret ninja like, oh, by the way, on the weekend, I'm like a masseuse. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Or photographer. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. They're an accountant by day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So make sure you utilise the hidden skills of your team to do something outside the box of what you usually do in your day-to-day life. And that can help you do something kick-ass. Yeah, you can really yes. come up with some really, <laughs> I really, I really said that really. Convincingly. You're like, uh, it's very kick-ass. <laughs> Mel's trying to be cool. Not going well. That didn't feel right. It wasn't. That's not me. <laughs> you can definitely cut financial corners and come up with some really cool ideas by finding out what people do on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, you, you, you might. You'd, I think you'd be a surprise at a lot of workplaces at how willing people are to help. Because it's so outside of their day job. They're like, oh, I want to be a bit more involved in that because I never get to do that. Yeah. I just remembered a good example. At, is it uh, kick-ass? <laughs> it is kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs> At one of my last jobs, 
uh, one of the staff members volunteered at the dog shelter in oh, her spare yeah. time. And so we had a puppy day. Oh, it was, that is cool. It was amazing. See, just talking to your colleagues and finding out what they do on the weekend can really open some awesome opportunities. Yeah, someone might own a horse stud. You can go horse We've riding had that for the as weekend. Well. Yeah. Hmm. Someone might own a yacht or a boat or their best friend or their dad or their, you know, someone's got a yacht. My friend's in. a skipper. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So take that out. Definitely a cost cutting. I feel like I. I should always know if someone around me owns a yacht. Yeah. So any, I've got a radar. Any friends of ours who <laughs> haven't told us about their yacht, now would be the time. Now's the time, people. Take us out. Well, we're having our Christmas party in January on a boat. Oh, yeah. I'm nice on a year. boat. That's where we're going, bitches. Better get my tanning lotion. Yeah, and a big hat. No, I don't do hats. And bring your skirt. You don't do hats? I've got a big head. I can't find <laughs> hats that fit. I love hats. I, I, do, I like that. I don't have an issue with hats. Uh, I just have a giant head. How's my giant brain? What about an open-ended hat? So it doesn't have to that? go. You know, like an, like, like an Asian like a visor. visor. <laughs> <laughs> let, just, me, let me ask my mum. I just bought one of those straw visors the other day. <laughs> they are in fashion. That's because you have enough hair to not actually need the head protection. I, I think, think your head stupid. get hot. Yeah, because you, you have dark that? hair. You're so racist. I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm saying that my hair just sticks up so that it covers my whole head. Yeah, I'm but it's saying still that I, it's I can't wear a hat without a top because... <laughs> What's the point? Topless hair. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm really not appreciating <laughs> your hair troubles. <laughs> your scalp burn troubles. Yeah. My hair definitely Guys, covers I'm my white. head. Yes. Thank you. Mm. But doesn't it feel Most hot? people wear hats to thought, actually protect their scalp. I thought you were saying that my fro creates a peak, which it does. <laughs> <laughs> which it does. Oh, my God. It does. I yeah. was not saying that, but interesting to know. Yeah. Cool. Especially my son. Big hair problems. <laughs> <laughs> I've got big head problems. You've got big hair problems. I've just got white people. Yeah, problems. Gringo problems. <laughs> Anywho, teamwork is key when working out. Best thing to do for your Christmas party. And some protection by the sounds of it. Come <laughs> mm-hmm. borrow hats from me. How many hats you got? Loads. Can I borrow a hat? Sure. Legit? Okay, cool. Just as long as you don't stretch it with your big head. <laughs> I can't make any promises. <laughs> oh my God. So what are you doing for Christmas? Um, Crystal? Uh, one of my best friends has – she's really into parties and planning and Christmas. So every year we have Christmas at her place. And this year she decided to theme her Christmas party. And I said, but what do you mean? Christmas is a theme. She's like, no, we're doing a theme. Oh, I like it. Mm. Um, is she American? What is it? No, it's Southern. That's right. Or barbecue or something. I wasn't really listening when she said it. <laughs> Wait, is it dress-up <laughs> theme or food theme? I mean, I don't know. Should I get cowboy boots? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll and do that. And say y'all a lot. I mean, there was mention of cornbread and ribs. So I was like, I'll still come, obviously. <laughs> yes. What about you, Melissa? I always just go down to my family farm and spend a few days there, relax. But then I'm going to Bali with a certain someone. With who? <laughs> it's That's, you. You made it sound romantic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit romantic. <laughs> it's scaring it's me. It's not. It's not, people. It's not. <laughs> people, I think. Uh, Tam, what are you doing shot. for Xmas? Oh, I think we're going to the beach in the morning. Oh, yeah. A bit random. Just for a swim and meet up with some other family. Not random. It's, nice. it's, it's random chill. for us. Yeah. We usually a lot sit of around families and do that. open presents and like, have a really slow morning. But me saying slow means we start at 5 a.m. Mel's <laughs> like, I'm out. Because that's when the kids get up. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Uh. And then they like sit outside our door waiting till 6 o'clock so they can knock on our door and they go, Merry Christmas, can my, we go down and open presents? My parents used to say that Santa didn't come before 9 a.m. Uh, uh, he's a 9 to 5 yeah. is he? 
Nine is harsh. Well, that's where I get it from. Yeah, Santa's got a desk <laughs> job. Um, yeah, so we're going to go to the beach and then we uh, – I don't know what we're doing in the middle, maybe just chilling out and then we're going to have people at our house from 2 o'clock. We're doing nice. a bit of an orphan's Christmas this year. We've got a lot of friends coming oh, over, man, which nice. makes me very happy. And mum's having a sleepover. Oh, Sandy. I know. <laughs> Fun. We'd love to hear how your parties went this year. So hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook. And Tell us about the coolest Christmas party you've been to. And how well behaved you were at your office one. Mm-hmm. And keep these tips in mind for next year because, hey, it's almost the start of a new decade. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I can't believe that. We are heading into 2020, y'all. Do you remember Beyond 2000? Do you remember how they thought we'd have flying cars by now? Yes. yes. I'm still waiting. Same with Back to the Future. I know. <sighs> 2015, that, flying yeah. cars. Hoverboard. They lied to us. But do you know what? I love the fact that it's a new decade and I'm measuring things from now on from how long the decade takes. Because you know how you always get to ten years traditionally. February and you go, oh, I can't believe it's already February because you've just had holidays for ages. And then you get to December and you go, oh, this year has gone so fast. But the decades never go that fast. That's so true. I'm just going to go, okay. I'm only 0.1% through yes, of the decade. exactly. <laughs> okay. And that's going to feel a lot better for me. Still got nine years to go. It's very... Fabulous of you. Yeah. <laughs> I've given this a lot of thought. Yeah, I it can is. tell. Yeah. So we will see you in 2020. Coming at you in 2020. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. villain <laughs> um i can put some christmas music in are you would you not prefer i sang a whole christmas song no. sure jingle bells jingle said me bells. <laughs> i don't know any <laughs> of course you oh, don't. yeah um she's the biggest christmas grinch silent night Oof. is that really your best singing voice no I can tell her the red button's on. (laughs) Gosh, why can't she get any dates? Listen to her sing. What do I know? That's what I was just thinking of. That was me trying to be good. I don't don't like the slow ones. Do you like the fast jams for Christmas? No. I think my ultimate favourite is All I Want for Christmas. I thought you didn't like Mariah Carey. Make up your mind, mate. Does she sing the original? Is there an original? I thought she was the original. Nah, they're all remakes. Is I think. No. My favourite one is when the little girl in Love Actually oh, sings yeah. it. <laughs> Must be time to watch that soon. Yeah. Yeah, Xavier's got a bet with his friends that they're not allowed to listen to Last Christmas. They're like, they're like, they're, very, if, they, if they hear it playing, they've got to exit the room That's a very specific bet for how old is Xavier? Ten. That's Eleven, actually. I know, it's weird. Do they know Wham? They know Last Christmas and they're like, do not hear it. You've got to survive the whole of Christmas without Christmas hearing it. Christmas is all around me. From Love Actually. That's supposed to be. Um, Have you not seen Love Actually? Yes. I hate it. What? Oh, Even I what? like it. It's Troy's favourite. Oh, it's our that favourite. And Notting Hill. Oh. Send Troy around. He can watch it with Crystal and I. What's Troy Ooh. doing? Can he get on the podcast? <laughs> to our favourite. Why do you yeah, hate no. it? Yeah. Let's just, oh, it's just delve into so it. Unpack that. Cheesy. Yeah, that's okay. the beauty of it. The point of Christmas movies. Like Hugh Grant dancing, see you later. Oh, yeah. Is that the one when he's Prime Minister? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's just so unrealistic. Well, it's not what it's, that it's, Hugh Grant I mean, would it's be. Not a docum- <laughs> it's not a documentary. <laughs> the girl is basically Monica Lewinsky, right? I didn't think about it that yeah. much. I'm like, oh my she God, Hugh Grant's sister. Nah, she's supposed to be. Yeah. Hashtag me too.
I mean, this was so many pre problems. That. Do you really want to unpack it? If um, it's really love, then it's not. Hashtag me too. And also... Well, they said they had a relationship. Yeah. And then he denied it. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Spend, a, spend a day in my head where you don't overthink anything. But if you've seen it a movie, the end, a movie. he publicly embraces Declares her. Declares her. Yeah, on the stage, right? At the yeah. school concert. Yeah. You're talking about the movie. I'm talking about real life. Yeah, who cares oh, about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, but that's my point. That one isn't me I'm too. like he's going to turn up to a private... I mean, a public school. Uh, anyway, it was ugh. his nephew's school. Excuse me. Can everyone just please write and tell Tam Love Actually is not a documentary? It's not as bad as Notting Hill. <laughs> Notting Hill is like what? the epitome of. Okay. What about when the guy is the <laughs> You just hate Hugh It's Hugh a common denominator in everything she hates. No, I actually really like him in Notting Hill, and Julia Roberts is a massive bitch. Yeah, she is, but. And she doesn't deserve. He doesn't good. deserve. He can do better. Her. She doesn't deserve him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At all. And yet he gets her. I like the guy in the tidy him. I like the guy in the tidy whities. Yeah. Spike. Spike <laughs> is my favourite. Yeah, he actually yeah, he this, makes the movie. This yogurt tastes funny. Uh what? Aren't those the top tips? We just gave them out. Yeah. yeah. Aren't we wrapping up? That's how we always say. wrap up an episode. Mm. No. We don't always do that. The whole episode. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> You asked for hyper and I'm trying to do it. She just gets more controlling when she's hyper. No, guys, we're following the structure. I just had a flashback of when I had a three-year-old and a two-year-old. My hyper is like Nazi level. Yeah, I'm still thinking of um, your straw hat, your like topless visor thing. I will show you it. It's so cool. Do you want me to just wrap this up real quickly? 